You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Peoples, today I want to talk to you very specifically about. Does it really sound that funny? Your about us or about me page on your website. I literally in my head have to pronounce that like a boot. I am wearing a boot. About. I want to talk to you about your about me, about us content on your website. The first thing I need to say is you need to, you must have an about me profile on your website. I used to 100% believe I was going to come across as more professional, more legit. Nobody was going to find out that I was a complete fraud by not having a profile on my website. I used to think, let's make it completely generic. Let's be, in quotes, professional and show nothing. Don't talk about the fact that there's people making this work. Keep it as legit as I possibly can. And today, I have learned that the complete opposite is a way better approach. You know how there's the whole world of retail relay networks? Interflora, Petals, Lily's Flowers, 1-800-ROSES, Meg's Flowers. I don't even know how many random non-existent people those relay networks are using to market their services. But you will notice you will notice there is a reason that some of those relay networks have started to turn towards incorporating non-existent people's names into their businesses because people buy from people. Our poor customers out there in the world think that Lily and Meg and whoever else are out there being pitched as relay network service providers Our poor customers think that those people are for reals. But there is a reason that the relay networks are moving towards having people, real or not real, as the spokespeople for their relay network business. People buy from people. People do not buy from businesses. How much more success do you think Apple had because Steve Jobs put so much energy and effort into raising his profile? Poor Steve Wozniak, you know, the poor younger brother of the whole Apple family. It was Steve Jobs who went out there and made a name for himself. How much more profitable How much more sales, how many more iPhones do you think Apple sold because Steve Jobs is associated with that brand? 
I want you to adopt a very similar approach. I want you to step into your complete zone of discomfort and put yourself at the center of your business. Don't follow along the path that I took. Don't shy away from trying to stand behind the scenes and not talk about your personal collection, not talk about your personal connection with flowers at all. I used to think, and I can guarantee you, some of you are thinking the same thing. When you're new in this industry or you feel completely threatened by everybody else around you, you are going to think you should not talk about yourself, that you should not show up on your social media, that you should not have an About Me page on your website. I want to tell you, as a focus group of one, Learn from my experience. I want you to know that you will generate more bookings, sell more flowers, book more workshops, close more sales simply by showing your face and talking about your story. People buy from people. Today, I am going to share with you all of the how-tos, the ins and outs, the goods and bads in terms of pulling together your About Me page on your website. And if you don't have an About Me page on your website, make that a priority. One of the things I want to remind you of, because this is a very important guiding principle that I live by, is the fact that your website, and in fact your business, everything that you offer, is always, 100%, it is always a work in progress. You can start your About Me page and you can go rewrite it every day from now until March 21st, 2023. You can decide whether that's a good use of your time, but I want you to know that this is nothing that ever needs to be 100% set in stone. I simply want you to start. I want to today talk you through a few tips and tricks in terms of thinking about how to pull your About Me page together. And if you're at all in doubt, remember you can always turn to the Googles and literally type in this phrase, how to write an effective About Me page for my website. There are people out there, there are copywriters out there who make a full-on legitimate living teaching people, sharing tips and tricks on how to write the most compelling about me page. People, think about it. There is an entire sector of educators and trainers out there in the world on this planet whose job is to educate people on the value and the expertise and the energy and effort required to write an effective About Me page. If that doesn't compel you to realize how important it is to even have an About Me page, I would question why you're even listening to me. But once I move past that level of self-doubt, I want you to remember having an About Me page on your website is an absolute must. And today, I want to give you a few tips and tricks in how to approach this. One of the things to remember 
is that your connection with flowers, your story and your circumstances around flowers is really compelling. And I know you're going to think it's ridiculously boring and I know you're going to think it's unexciting, but let me, let me let you in on a little secret. I would say it's safe to assume that more than 80% of the people on this planet are walking around in a complete fog. They go to a job that they don't love. They come home. They go through the routine. They sit down and binge watch something on Netflix. Rinse and repeat five days a week. On the weekends, they go watch their kids play soccer. They go over to their moms for dinner. Yawn. Fest. You, my friend, are a courageous flower fairy. You are banking and backing yourself to say, you know what? I can do this. I can build a profitable and successful flower business. And your courage, your bravery to put yourself out there is attractive to other people. People will follow you. People will want to understand what your story is. They will want to learn more about you because you have the courage to do a job that you love. That is a rare commodity in today's day and age. And I know you're going to sit there and think, but Kathleen, everybody else is doing it. Yeah, everybody else in your bubble is doing it because all we do is follow other flower fairies, follow other creatives, follow other designers. So we are surrounded and we think that that is normal. We think that it is normal to follow your love of flowers. It is not normal and it takes a lot of courage and a lot of bravery to put yourself out there and keep going and putting your big girl pants on and keep going and keep going and keep going because some days are really hard. A lot of days, it's pretty amazing. But there are moments and there are periods of time through every week where you will wonder, why the shiznis am I doing this? But I want to remind you today that your courage and your bravery and your attraction to flowers is contagious. So you talking about flowers, you dancing around with your flowers, you talking about cleaning your studio and hanging up all the shiz on your dried flower wall, all of the goodness. All of that will lead you to telling a more personal story and connecting with more of your ideal clients. I want you to remember that you are the heart of your business and your brand. You are the reason that your business is even here in the first place. So never underestimate the importance of your story and how much it matters. I truly believe there is real magic in the fact that you have a connection and that you feel called to work with flowers in whatever shape, form that looks like. Any sort of iteration of floral design, I want you to remember your flower story and your flower connection is important. And any chance that you can bring yourself to life, integrate your story into how you communicate all of the marketing that you do, it's going to work in your favor. Show your face. Show your face on the Instagrams. Show your face on your website. Do anything you can to show your face because people will connect with you. You as a human being, 
you as a floral designer, you as an artist, you as a creative, you as a business owner. People want to do business with people. So go out of your comfort zone. Step a minutia little bit out of that comfort zone and start talking about yourself. And I will also remind you, it is your single best point of differentiation from your competition. If you are worried about blending in with all the other flower people out there, if you're worried about separating yourself from the competition, if you're worried about making sure that there is space for you in this industry, the best thing that you can do is start talking about your flower story. And I want you to put you at the center of your business. And here are four tips Four super must-haves for your About Me page on your website. Number one, your About Me doesn't have to have a thing to do with flowers at all. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Mine, in its current iteration, and it will probably change by the time you actually sit down if you ever go and look at it, talks a lot about my absolute love of color, my obsession with ribbons, my fascination with spreadsheets, my natural state to be sitting in my Lululemons wearing my Ugg boots speaking with a weird accent. So I'm going to ask you, what are the things that you can talk about that have nothing to do with flowers in all your time? If you could do anything in your day, how would your perfect day run? If you could drink any cup of tea, do you have a weird love of something or hate of something? It doesn't matter. You can talk about your dog. You can talk about what your favorite dinner is. You could talk about the fact that you want to eat mac and cheese 365 days a year. You can talk about the fact that you think pizza is the most disgusting food that's ever been invented. It don't matter. Any weird, quirky, odd, unexpected, unusual situations is absolutely in your favor. If you have any pets, if you live in a totally obscure, weird place, if you're originally from somewhere else, anything that's interesting, that's odd, that you want to associate with yourself, that you can claim as something that you have a very true, deep connection with, and an interesting story to tell, you can actually use in your About Me profile. I am rudely interrupting myself with myself to remind you guys that registration is open for our April retreat. Join me here in the beautiful Southern Highlands of Australia between the 7th and the 10th in April of 2020. If you have ever dreamed of spending four fun-filled flower days learning all about business, foam-free floristry, playing with an abundance of blooms, and I mean abundance, like more flowers than your little heart can ever imagine. We will drink rosé, probably have a gin and tonic if you are so inclined, I am going to teach you guys all about the ins and outs of dyeing your own silk ribbons, and we're going to have two styled shoots happening over that period 
of time. I am limiting space to just 10 other flower fairies, and I guarantee you there will be flower fairies from all around the world. So we, together, can explore your floral design style. You can get all of my tips and tricks and infinitely practical how-to in terms of branding, sales, attracting more of the right customers, and building a profitable flower business. I am inviting one of my favorite photographers to be with us so we can set up two full-on styled shoots. You can get a refreshed headshot. All of the good things are going to be happening. Every one of you that comes is going to be getting dedicated one-on-one time with me so that you can get the undivided attention that you want. Whether you've been to formal flower school, whether you have five, ten years of experience, if you're self-taught, if you've been to every workshop under the sun, this one is going to be a bit different. We are going to be talking about the beautiful marriage between flowers and business, and I would so love to have you join me here in the Highlands. If you are at all interested, if you are feeling called to take on this little adventure, simply click the link in the show notes and you'll be taken directly to the info page or send me a DM on the Instagram, send me an email and I can pass on all the information to you. As always, if you have any questions, let me know. I would love to see you there, my friends. Now back to the show. I know it sounds weird. You don't have to talk about your favorite flowers. You don't have to talk about how many years you've been doing this for. You don't have to talk about any of the usual things. I want you to start to think about unusual, unexpected ways that you could connect with your ideal client. I want you to talk about how you came to name your child the way that you came to name your child. I want you to talk about how many years you've lived in the place that you've lived. I want you to talk about things that you're really freaking good at. I want you to talk about how much you hate cooking. I want you to talk about how much you love tea. I want you to talk about the fact that you've never had a cup of coffee in your life. Anything. Hopefully you get the point. Any of those really weird, idiosyncratic little nuances about things that make you you are really important. And those are all of the things that you can actually talk about on your About Me profile. In fact, I would highly encourage you to not talk about flowers. Don't talk about your favorite season. Don't talk about how many years you've been doing this. Don't talk about how many weddings you've completed. Don't talk about what your favorite flower is. Take it off of your profile. Talk about things that are way more personal and things that are actually going to help you connect with the people that you want to work with. Talk about your obsession and your love of building a sustainable business. Talk about your mission of moving away from flower foam. Talk about your mission of sourcing all of your flowers within a 50-mile radius. Talk about your mission of having the biggest collection of dried ingredients that the world has ever seen. Talk about all of the weird things. And you need to remember, put all of the weird things together in a collection and you'll be amazed at what kind of story you can tell. You do not need to talk about your floral design history. In fact, I would highly recommend that you stay away from it. Find things that you can connect with 
that you can talk about that have nothing to do with flowers because your life, your personality have way more to do with everything else. All of the other little idiosyncratic little tidbits. If you want to run a marathon, if you've already run a triathlon, if you're doing the Ironman, if you can climb a wall single-handedly, if you can leap from tall buildings in a single bound, anything and embrace it, truly embrace it and start to write about that on your About Me page. If you have a team, a collection of people, if you're a twosome or more, you can absolutely, instead of even writing out full sentences, if you go onto the Googles and search interesting profile team member ideas or some version of that, there are people out there who've written blog posts about really weird, interesting ways to present information about staff members. In the shop, we had profiles of each of our staff members that included the following headers. Hometown, astrological sign, favorite flower, favorite movie, favorite drink, favorite dessert, desert island album, spirit animal, words to live by. I would encourage you to even take off that list favorite flower. So write these things down. Hometown, astrological sign, favorite movie, favorite drink, favorite dessert, desert island album, spirit animal, words to live by. You can paint such a beautiful picture of you and your team simply by answering those topics. This is a little bit like that whole icebreaker scenario weird things that happen when you're at networking connection events, Google. Go to the Google and type in fun profile about me ideas. There's so much inspiration, so many ideas about how to talk about yourself in a way that has nothing to do with your relationship with flowers. Don't get hung up on the fact that you only have two months experience. Don't get hung up on the fact that you've worked for somebody else for 27 years. Don't get hung up on the fact that you are just finishing your floral certification. It doesn't matter. Don't get hung up on the fact that you don't have a favorite flower or that you have 102 favorite flowers. Completely irrelevant. I want you to start to connect with your ideal client on a way more personal level. And one of the best ways to do that is to talk about things that have nothing to do with flowers. Tip number two is an absolute must. Include a photo of yourself. This photo of yourself could be a selfie. It could be something that your sister took of you. It needs to be in good light. It needs to be something that has you looking directly at the camera. I want you to potentially consider the idea of doing a full brand shoot. I want you to do your hair and makeup. I want you to look at post-production. I want you to look at editing. I want you to take a pretty picture of yourself and post it on your website. The beautiful thing is you can go in and change that picture at any time, right? You can go in this afternoon, take a picture of yourself, crop it in, change it to black and white, add a fun illustration effect to it, it don't matter. And then when you know you're having a brand shoot in the next three to four weeks, go in and change it. I simply want you to start. A few tips and tricks to think about. One, have a really clean background, like nothing going on. 
Keep it really simple. Number two, I want you to make sure you're looking into the camera lens. Number three, make sure that you like the way you look. Get your hair done, do your makeup, wear your favorite shirt. I want you to feel good and feel confident. And you can decide whether you're gonna take a selfie, whether your sister, your BFF is gonna come over and take a picture for you. That knowing this single task of getting a good headshot of yourself is absolutely worth the time and money. And if, you are going to a workshop anytime soon and they have a professional photographer there, don't be shy about asking if they can take a headshot for you. They will know how to manage the light. They will know how to get you to tilt your head, all of it. Use it to your advantage. So look at the camera, good natural lighting, do your hair and makeup, wear your favorite shirt, clean, neutral background. And number three, proofread the content in your about me page my favorite tip when i am proofreading anything you can do this with emails you can do it with text messages you can do it with anything you're writing on your website you can do it with your quotes sit there and read it out loud pretend like you are reading to your first grade nephew read at a slow-ish pace Read every word that is on the screen. It is one of the best ways to be able to catch typos, duplicate words, completely wrong words, missed words, and bad spelling. Read it out loud. Yeah, you're going to sound like a total tard, but who cares? Your dog is going to look at you and tilt their head and go, Mama, why you be talking like that? Your cats are going to come walking into the room, attracted by your voice and going, oh, you're just talking to yourself again. Well, okay. Thanks, mom. It's a little bit weird, but I'm telling you, it's one of the best ways for you to quickly proofread and make sure there are no errors in what you're doing. If you sit down, this is my father-in-law, is one of his favorite little jobs and joys in the world, is to sit down at a restaurant, he'll read the entire menu from start to finish the entire menu to find the typos. And almost everywhere you go, there is going to be a typo. He finds great joy in this game. And I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of fun. Particularly if you go to fancy pants restaurants where they have not had somebody sit down and read their menu out loud and they find a typo. He has actually found a typo at the New South Wales Gallery of Art. I am pretty sure he also sent them an email saying, hey, there's a typo. <laughs> This is what this man does for entertainment. He's a very interesting character, and I have a lot of appreciation and love and respect for him. But I learned this tip from him. Read it out loud. And then you can go back and fix any typos. So do the crazy thing. Be the weirdo. If you're sending an email to a client, if you're sending a text message, if you're sending a response to somebody on Tinder, just read it out loud. You'll be so much faster at picking up on the typos. And point number four, I want to remind you, you can go in and change this material at any time that you like. If you happen to stumble across somebody else's About Me profile that you really, 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 really like, and they have nothing to do with floristry, sit down and dissect it and understand, what is it about this picture that you really like? Then, 
create yourself a little template based on the way that they have presented their content and create your own version for yourself. Yeah? You can go in and change your about me copy, your about me photo, the way that the information is presented at any time that you like. None of this has to be set in stone. The whole world of digital marketing, the whole world of websites, the whole world of the Instagrams can be changed at any time. This is the beauty about building a business in today's day and age. It is so easy to go in and make changes yourself and you get to be in complete control in the persona and the image that you portray to your potential clients. And I hope that this has been helpful. If you don't have an About Me page on your website, I implore you to make that a priority over the next few weeks. Sit down, spend an hour, one hour, practicing taking selfies. Get your best friend to come over. Get your sister to come over and take some pictures of you. Do your hair and makeup. Put on your favorite shirt. You don't even need to have any flowers in your hand. You can simply be sat there on your kitchen floor because the lighting is really nice looking into the lens of your camera and take 150 pictures and see if any of them are any good. Then go in, explore the world of presets, of editing to adjust the lighting and make you look as pretty as you want to look. Then sit down and write your words. You can go to the Google and find so many different templates to follow in terms of writing a compelling and interesting, a fun about me profile. And don't forget, there are people out there whose specific jobs it is, is to write an about me profile. And remember, you can go in and change it all at any time. And before you hit go live, sit there, read your copy out loud. Put on a little presentation to the puppers. Read your copy out loud to anyone that will listen. Even better, if nobody will listen, you will have way more confidence to speak in a weird, fun voice. Okay, kids, I am going to leave it at that, but I hope that that's been helpful. Please go in, update your About Me page, talk about you in the first person, talk about your team, talk about things that have nothing to do with flowers to start to build a relationship with your potential customers. It works. Trust me. And remember, you can go in and change it at any time. Have I said that enough? I hope so. I will leave it at that, but I hope you have the most beautiful day. I hope you are surrounded by an abundance of blooms and all of your customers are treating you with the utmost respect that you deserve. And I will talk And that's a wrap for another fun-filled flower fairy podcast extravaganza. I have one big fat favor to ask you if I could. If you enjoyed this episode, find this podcast helpful, I would love for you to leave a rating and a review. All you got to do, go into iTunes Search hashtag for florists, that's F-O-R-F-L-O-R-I-S-T-S. Navigate to the podcast, click on over to ratings and reviews, and you'll see a big fat button that says write a review. You can write a very long love letter to me, 
or you could simply just type in a few emojis. Both highly effective, whatever floats your boat. I would love it so much if you would go into iTunes and leave a rating and review so that we can share this goodness with the entire flower universe. Thank you so much for tuning in today and have a beautiful day, my friend. Talk to you all later.